0: Welcome to this week's episode of Deeper Thinking. We are trying things out a little differently on the show today. For the first time in Deeper Thinking history, we're doing a a show in the same room as each other. How are you, Nathan?
1: It's good. I can actually see your face. I can actually interact with you. You can see my hand movements that I use when I talk. I mean, it's it might be beneficial for you, not for everyone else that's listening to us, but it's kind of fun for us, I think.
0: I think it's a lot of fun, and today for also one of the... Well, I guess we've had Riley on as a guest before, mm-hmm. but for like the second time ever, we have a guest with us. How are you, Ethan?
2: I'm doing pretty good.
0: Ethan, who are you? Um,
2: like you said, I'm Ethan. I am actually your brother. So, uh, yeah.
1: Are you, are you a fan of the show?
2: Uh to be honest with you I've only listened to your guys's first podcast and I got to say I was really upset that Nate had the unpopular opinion about the McDonald's breakfast. I love McDonald's breakfast and I I was just a little upset that you don't. So
1: we always accept listener feedback so thank you very
2: much. I'm still going to take you out to McDonald's sometime so
1: Okay. It'll happen.
0: We we accept the fact that he has never had McDonald's breakfast, we are still not happy with it though yep. yes, um, Ethan I can tell you right now we're going to need you to speak up a little bit louder <laughs>
2: I don't like talking to people <laughs> so you can edit that
0: out if you want that's funny because the last sentence I actually just said was on mute <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh, that's really funny uh, yeah, sorry, my brother talks very quietly. It's almost like he doesn't want people to hear him, um, but that is okay.
2: Yeah, well, also, I don't know how I feel about being on this particular podcast talking about this particular subject because nobody likes to be scammed, and you're only inviting me on here because I was scammed.
0: So. Yes, that is true. <laughs> we have quite the story for you guys today. Um, I have a scamming story that I am pretty... Pretty embarrassed of, and so does my brother. We're pretty gullible people, apparently. Um, I'll start off with my story. I don't think Nate's ever heard this. I don't think so. Uh, It's it's
2: a good one. I I love hearing this story.
0: So, so, I don't know if I can tell it very well, because um, it's embarrassing, and I might leave out some important details, because they're embarrassing. But a long time ago, I was a, a nanny for my little niece, Rosalyn, after she was born. Um, I was her nanny for about nine months. And one time, um, she was taking a nap. And I got this phone call from this Indian fellow.
1: <laughs> it's always an Indian it's, fellow. Yeah,
0: right? And that should have been my first clue. But I was young. I was gullible. So I get this, I get this phone call from this Indian guy. And he's like... Uh, your computer has a
2: virus. (laughs) (laughs) Love the accent.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, your computer has a virus. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? So he tells me what to do. And, uh, he does. What did
2: he tell you to do?
0: Oh, I mean, I can't remember, but what it came down to was like him wanting $600 to fix my computer so I start freaking out, and I'm like, "Okay, I'll give you six hundred bucks to save my two hundred dollar computer." Didn't he
2: do something where you gave him like your the serial number on your computer? Yeah, something, and like, he was able to access it. And yeah. Like, the reason basically, you, you thought he was telling the truth was because he was able to get into your computer and like manipulate it.
0: Yeah. Some so, so stuff like that happened. Um <laughs>
2: We're not technical so we don't know what happened. Yeah, Something so like that happened. He
0: had control of my computer for a time. And then I was like about to give him six hundred dollars, but I couldn't find my wallet. So I'm running around my sister's apartment, like freaking out like, I need my money. <laughs> I gotta fix my computer and then my sister walks in and she's like, Garrett, what the f are you doing? <laughs> and I'm i t- I'm like, Hey, hey Cassidy can I borrow 600 bucks? And she's like, what? Why? And I'm just like, I can't find my wallet. I'm good for it. I'll, <laughs> I'll pay you back. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> so, um, I tell her the story and she's like, hang up right now. So I do. And then she's, she's laughing uncontrollably. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, that's a scam. That is clearly a scam. I cannot believe you're going to give that guy 600, $600. I'm like, wow! I I feel like an idiot, and to this day, my family will not let me live it down. They they love that story,
1: dude. This is funny because let let's go back to this moment. You're babysitting. You're in in Idaho. You're on your computer. Prior to receiving
0: this phone call, did you did you notice anything wrong with your computer? No, no nothing. <laughs> that's the thing i'm I was like so surprised that there could be anything wrong with my computer and I still i would have fallen for it had my had my older sister not been there to save me
2: what's what's funny about this is garrett is pretty stingy with his money so whenever just the, just the fact that somebody would call him and be like I need $600 from you to fix your computer. And him being like, oh my gosh, I got to find my wallet and get this money to this guy. So it's just hilarious to me.
0: Uh, it's, it's way funny, right? Like clearly should not have happened. Clearly it was, I was being an idiot. I did, not, I did not do well there. Did not do well. And Ethan, we brought you onto this onto this episode because something happened to you once upon a time as well. Would you like to go into detail and tell that story?
2: Not particularly, but since I'm on here, I guess I will. And all right. You know, you say you didn't do very well. Well, I must have done worse than you. So, uh, all right, here's my story, I guess. Um, bear with me. I, yeah, so um, a couple years ago, It was about a year after I had gotten married. Um, I had a motorcycle. It was a a Korean bike. It was a little 250 cruiser, you know, my first bike, and I wanted to upgrade to a bigger one. But my wife said I couldn't buy a bigger bike until I was able to sell my other one, and then I was going to use the money from the bike that I had that I had sold and buy a new bigger one that I wanted. And so I posted it. I listed it on uh, Facebook and the KSL classifieds and um, I had a few bites, but nobody really wanted to come look at it and except this one guy uh, a couple weeks after I had posted, it, it said that he was really interested and he wanted to come look at it and asked me, you know, is there anything wrong with it? Why are you selling it? And this was all through um, text and stuff. So I was texting back and forth and I gave him some pictures, told him everything that was wrong with it and everything that I had done to it and stuff like that. And he says, okay, well, I'm still interested and I want to come look at it. I'm probably going to buy it. And I was like, okay. So I get really excited, you know, and people had told me, um, if you're going to sell it on KSL, you know, make sure that they bring cash because, uh, checks don't Don't work. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. There's like a lot of shady people out there. Yeah, and I realize this now. Um, Anyways, so I I was looking back. I was just excited because I thought somebody wanted to buy my bike and I was gonna get money for it, money that I could use to buy a new bike. Yeah. And so the guy shows up. He's this guy with red hair, really really skinny. Um, He had a tattoo up his left arm. Um I full, love, full I love, sleeve.
1: I love how descriptive we're getting with this guy. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> if you're listening,
0: he yeah. just
2: looks like a shady guy. If anybody can, ever sees tell. this guy, please kick his <laughs> for me. <laughs> but uh he, he was that. wearing a dress shirt, like a button up white shirt, but he was wearing jeans that were too short for him. Um Man, this guy <laughs> this guy's burned into your mind. He's living yeah. rent
0: free up there, man. Yep,
2: and it pisses me off. But uh you know, looking, looking, thinking about him now, he, he was most likely a drug addict and probably wanted to sell my bike for parts for drug money. But, uh, on his way down, he said he was coming from Sandy or Salt Lake or someplace. And I was up in Syracuse. And, um, he said he sent me a picture of him at a bank. And this is one of those red flags, thinking back, where I'm like, I am such an idiot because, there are so many things that this guy did and said that I was like, "Okay, this doesn't make sense like and this is one of them. He sent a picture of himself at a bank, and he said, "I'm at the bank right now. I'm getting a cashier's check. um how much did you want for it and i I was selling it for like sixteen hundred or seventeen hundred yeah, so thinking back, you know, if he was going to a bank and he had that money
0: he would have just gone. he would have just
2: pulled right? out cash you know yeah. i if if you've ever sold anything people don't usually get a check or anything like that unless they're financing something yeah. and if they're financing something then or, the bank has, bank has to approve it yeah. so yeah
0: basically like the only time i've ever heard of a check being used is like <laughs> if it's like upwards of 20 grand or something like and when you this, don't want to carry around a briefcase full of cash
2: this was far less than yeah. that so You know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, man, I'm such an idiot. I should have been like, hey, if you're at the bank, why don't you just pull out the cash? Because I don't want to accept a check. Well, anyways, the guy shows up. He's got this check. um, He drives the bike around the block, and here's another red flag. He showed up in a like a car. Drives my. He's the only one there. So he drives my bike around the block. Comes back, parks it. Says that he wants to buy it and that he needed to go park his car at a friend's house. Yeah. And if he was there to buy a bike, you know, legally, he probably would have had a friend there just drop him off and go with him. Yeah. You know? So he says, yeah, I'm going to go take my bike to my friend's house, which isn't too far away from here. I'll be back and and take the bike. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, you know, and I go, well, he's gone. I go inside and I get the title and everything ready. And, um, another thing I should have done, which I didn't is take the license plate off the bike, but in a way it was kind of good because the way it turned out, you know, it probably would have been easier to find if I wasn't such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, he comes back, uh, we, we sign the title, he gives me the check I give him the key and he drives off and I'm so excited. You know, I, I just got this check for $1,600, dollars I can't remember how much, but I jump in my car and I'm headed towards the bank to um, cash this check. And I pull out of the neighborhood and he went a different way, but he's driving down the road as I'm pulling out of the neighborhood and we pull onto the same road and he looks at me. And he waves to me as he drives past. That bastard. I know. <laughs> if I if I had known, I probably just would have run him ran him down right then. Yeah, that freaking gosh, that's So, anyways, I follow him uh, about a mile down the road, and then he turns off the road and goes a different direction from where I'm going, and I head to the bank. I get to the bank, I go inside, and I try to cash this check, and the they take it back, and then they come up to the counter and they say uh, this check is fake. And my heart just drops. I'm like, oh. are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah. Um, and the check was a check from, I think it was Citibank. Yeah. And they're like, we're pretty sure this is fake, but you can take it to Citibank and they can tell you for sure. Well, the only Citibank that I could think of was the one in the Smiths by, by where I was at. Yeah. So I take it there and they're looking at it and they say, yeah, the numbers don't match our, our bank at all. So I'm like, you son of a B. <laughs> <laughs> so I I drive down to the police station right off the bat, and I give him everything, tell him the story, and um, never saw the guy. He was never caught. Um, the bike was found, actually, about a year later. It was dumped in a parking lot. Did you ever go and, like, collect it or... I was going to. I never got around to it.
0: So, (laughs) So, is it too late then, now, I'm assuming?
2: Yeah, probably. I don't even know if I would have wanted it back. When the police called me to tell me that they had found it, they said that there was a screwdriver sticking out of the ignition, and it had been dumped, and no telling how long it had been there. So, I'm assuming it was in pretty rough shape. Yeah. So. Wow, that... Yeah. Dude, scamming sucks.
1: That story was a thrill from start to finish. Dude, you think so? I do.
2: Yeah, so moral of the story, you know, if you're going to sell something online through Facebook or Classifieds, make sure that they have cash or that you know that the check is actually valid before you uh, give them the key go to whatever to, you're selling.
1: Yeah, go to the bank.
2: Yeah, with
0: I suggest meeting one. meeting them in the bank parking lot if they're going to pay with a check.
2: Yeah, and like I said, I was just excited that somebody was willing to pay for my bike.
0: Yeah, so. well, I mean, scam, scammers are so good. Like, a lot of the times, that's the last thing you're thinking of, you know? Most of us just want to, like, trust the good in people. That's what, that's what happened to me. And have the
2: cash to, yeah. uh, like, everyone, to get what
0: you want. Not just me, but everyone loves cash, man. Like, having that in your hand, that's a good feeling.
1: Garrett, I love your story. Ethan, I love your story, too. I feel like Ethan's story is its an honest mistake, <laughs> I can't say the same thing about you, Karen. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was dumb for sure. Here's the thing: get a real job, people. <laughs> like, do something it's, worth worth living for. You know, stop scamming yeah. people out of their stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, unpopular opinion. I I kind of like getting the scam calls. 'Cause in my eyes it's like free entertainment. Like All right. the last couple of weeks, uh, Riley and I and we've been getting these phone calls and they tell us like we we want a free flight to anywhere in the world. We just need to go like to this conference or this meeting or whatever, and they want my information so they can like just basically uh make sure I'm in attendance or or something like that. But, like put my name on a roll, basically. Mm-hmm. And if I show up, I'll get free flights to wherever I want. And it's just kind of fun to go back and forth with them. And like the, the other day we were like, really? In 2020? Like, am I going to like catch COVID? Like all this stuff, we're just messing with them. I think, I think they're fun to mess with. Like you said, get a real job. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I agree that that is always I sometimes it's fun to hop on YouTube and watch those videos of people just Ooh. messing with the scam callers just ripping them to shreds.
2: I don't know if anyone else has ever gotten a call from an Indian person saying <laughs> that they're going to get they've been that you're being investigated by the IRS for uh, tax evasion or tax fraud yes, or whatever. All the time. If you don't call them back and pay them that you will be arrested. And Yeah, it's happened to me a couple of times, but it's it's it cracks me up every time. And
1: how many times have you been arrested?
2: Uh, I'm still I'm still on the streets, so zero. Well, people have been arrested and
0: st- are still on the streets, but um, I see what you're saying. <laughs> um,
2: Thanks, Mr. Technical.
0: I think that just shows how not racist I am. <laughs> when an Indian guy calls me, I don't care their race. I just trust them, all right? Well, I did until then. Now, now I guess, now I guess I'm a bit prejudiced against Indian people calling me. That's really funny. Um, he
2: says he's not racist.
0: I'm not racist. I don't think I'm better than anyone else, especially based on skin color. Mm. I'm better than you at basketball, but that that has nothing to do with us both being white. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I think this has been a fun, worthwhile episode. And if nothing else, it's good for
1: your family history to have this story down somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think our posterity shall tell these stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you Do you agree, Ethan?
2: Yeah, I'm going to be telling this story for a while, especially when my kids start trying to sell their motorcycles online, so
0: yeah um yeah dude i I just hate losing money like that. Like I'm so glad that Cassie walked in. I mean, it's embarrassing that she walked in and like I could, here's the thing. if I never would have told that story to anyone had I actually lost, and it would have been more than six hundred bucks. He probably would have just taken everything in, in my bank account and I probably would have never told a soul because <laughs> it's embarrassing no one likes it no one likes being scammed you, you know but
2: six hundred bucks oh the back then
0: yeah I had been home from my mission for four or five months at the time and I had worked at Lifetime for about a month and I made some cash there and Casty was paying me to nanny Rosalind so I had couple thousands couple k in in the in the account there. Yeah. What could have been? Uh, <laughs> well, no, I'm glad it didn't come to pass. That would have sucked. I I don't know what else to say on the subject. No, just every audience just do your homework, know who you're buying from, know who you're on you're the phone your with card information too. Always. Um, and if you get a call saying that the police are outside and are about to arrest you unless you go buy five hundred dollars worth of gift cards, don't do that either. That that is a scam. All right. Those are some valuable lessons. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anything else to add, Nate?
1: No, I I've never been a victim of scamming, and, I mean, not that I can think of, at least.
2: Have you ever scammed anybody?
1: Have I ever scammed anybody? I'm sure. I'm sure I have.
0: Here's here's the thing. I have my own things that I consider scams, but, so here's an example. At school, uh, like, with the whole COVID thing going on, we have to wear masks inside all the time. <laughs> So I've come up with like the ultimate Garrett scam, which is you go to the school store and you buy a cup of ice cream and you just walk around inside without a mask on eating your ice cream. And whenever people look at you funny, you just lift up your cup of ice cream and walk past them. And that way you don't have to wear a mask. It's it's beautiful.
1: Is that considered scamming I mean, or cheating the system?
0: I, I think they're the same thing. <laughs> in my opinion, that's true. I don't know. That
1: guy definitely cheated the system I with think, Ethan.
0: I think it's <laughs> let's see. I think what I do is harmless. Um, however, if that's I had COVID, it wouldn't be. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> then it wouldn't be harmless. But as far as I know, I don't have it. So, <laughs> as of today, <laughs> as of today, I do not have it. So anyway i 'm all for cheating the system just don't don't scam people out of their money and get a real job. okay I like it'
1: uh you know i don't have anything else to say like i said i've never been scammed i'm sure I have scammed some people i've done a lot of other things in my life, so i'm sure that's one of them
0: all right, any shout outs um Shout out to uh, St. George, the city. That's where we're at right now on family vacation. It's been fun. That's why we're all in the same room. Mm. Yeah, I don't have any.
1: No.
0: Um, shout out
1: to uh, Dollar Shave Club. They make great razor blades.
0: <laughs> Do you want to tell that story real <laughs> I quick? had
1: an experience this weekend. <laughs> this is a good story. So... We're making this long drive from northern Utah to southern Utah. It's about four or five hours. We make a pit stop for lunch. We uh, we have some In-N-Out. They mess up our our order. We get someone else's order. We're disappointed.
0: Yeah, that's the like In-N-Out is great as well. That is the first and only time I've ever seen them screw up.
1: Yeah, this is this is not a common occurrence for In-N-Out. Um. We're swinging on swings at, at a park. We're done. We go to the car. Um, I decide I want my AirPods uh, for the remainder of the drive. And I stick my hand into my backpack blindly without paying attention. And I pull my hand out of my backpack. <laughs> no AirPods in hand because I couldn't find them. But what I did find... Was a bloody th- thumb, <laughs> a bloody stump of a thumb, a blo- <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't really know what was going on. All I knew was my thumb was bleeding like, <laughs> and um, so naturally I stick my thumb in my mouth just to try and clean up the blood because I thought it, would, it was like a paper cut or something is what I thought, and I I'm just sucking this blood and. It's not slowing down. It's not stopping. Um, Basically, we wrapped a couple paper towels, a couple mesh uh, gauze on my thumb. Still bled a ton. And uh, I cut my finger, my thumb, on my razor blade that was not secure in...
0: They, like, cut you through a bag. Cut me through
1: a Ziploc bag. So
0: another moral of this episode, uh, always use a razor guard. Yeah.
2: has nothing to do with scams.
0: (laughs) You're right, Ethan. It does not. But it is still a good moral.
1: (laughs) I was scammed by a Ziploc. (laughs) They told me their bags were... were, uh... (laughs)
2: Razor-proof. They said they were just as good as the razor guards, so...
0: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right, I'm gonna end the episode now. Thanks for listening. It's been fun.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. can, I, can I ask oh. how many listeners you guys get so I can know how
1: forty thousand people, people are gonna hear? Weekly. My,
0: my yeah, we story. get about forty thousand a week.
2: And how stupid I am.
0: About forty thousand every week. Yeah, so well,
2: now I feel really stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we have like we we are international. Um <laughs> however we only have like like fifteen on a on a weekly basis.
2: Oh well, that makes me feel
0: better. Yeah, we have we whoever listening to this in, in Australia, thank you, <laughs> and uh, Brazil. <laughs> Who else? Where else? No, is I, think I think those are the two. Those are the two.
2: You got one from Lectin.
0: That's on my other podcast. Oh, uh, we which we do need a plug for. Yes, plug real quick. Uh, topical brainstorm, great podcast. We talk about books and how they. Have, we read the books. Talk about how. Um, The principles in the books can help slash how they affect our relationships. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Topical Brainstorm is the name of that one. Also, give me, Nate, an email. Let us know what you think of our podcast. Drop a a rate and give us a nice review. Um, Yeah, let us know what what you want us to talk about. We felt this one was important. But what do you think is important?
1: I like it. Let us know. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Thanks, thanks. for listening. Bye.